Welcome to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Kitchens. I'm a plant-based registered dietitian and virtual nutrition mentor. I was raised on an Angus cattle farm, grew up with a lot of GI issues, and used the power of plant-based eating to promote healing. Here you'll find inspiration, ideas, and encouragement for your own plant-based journey. I'm so thrilled you're here today. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast. I have an incredible guest joining me today. His name is JT. He's an actor with credits in films, which we talk about towards the end, TV, audio, and the stage. He is also a teacher of Tai Chi, Qigong, and meditation. He divides his time between Boston and Vermont and began his plant-based journey after years of health issues and struggles with weight. And we go in to talk about all of that. He's been able to shed over 50 pounds, reverse his type two diabetes and cut his high blood pressure and cholesterol medications in over half, half y'all. In addition, he has a desire to move more gently on this earth and respect animals has strengthened his overall journey. And then he goes on to say, so has Ashley kitchens, which is so sweet. JT is a remarkable human being with an incredible story. So gear up. Here is JT. Welcome to the show, JT. Thank you so much. I I have to start off by saying what an honor it is to be here. I'm a fanboy for you. What can I say? I feel like I've watched a big chunk of your journey. I've watched your business and your work grow over the last two or three years and just, just blossom. So that's been great. And just on a personal level, you have been so inspiring to me. So thank you. Oh. I'm uh, I'm thrilled to be here. Well, thank you. I'm definitely honored to have you here. And, and you're right. I mean, you've been around really since I can actually remember as well. So I appreciate. I, I've you. been around since I've been around since the Ice Age. <laughs> so I've been around for a very very long time. Yes. Well, it's been nice really through social media. This is how I've gotten to know JT over time. And it's been really wonderful to kind of go back and forth on various things. And then I love the fact that you jumped on coming onto the podcast too, because as the listener, you know, JT has a really incredible story that he's going to share with us today, just about his health journey. And I'm really excited. Yeah. That you're here to do that for us. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah. So take us back, JT, sort of before plant-based eating was sort of in front of you and kind of walk us through what was going on. So uh, two important things to know, and I will try to keep this story under seven hours, I promise. But two important things to know about me are that I'm a professional actor and I come from a family of six. So those two things had a tremendous impact on how I grew up and and ate as an adult. Um, Coming from a family of six, eating was very much a competition. Um, We would sit down at dinner and, and it would be noisy and charged up and fun and wonderful, but also very competitive for the calories. So there's that going on in my life. And as a professional actor, I have these kind of crazy schedules. I might record at PBS in the morning, in the afternoon, I might be at a high school showing kids how to use swords on stage. And the evening I'm in a musical or a play. And then the next day I might have to report to set to do some background work on a film or something like that. So for the majority of my earlier life, 
eating was for me extremely mindless in that mm -hmm. I was just consuming calories. The, the starving actor story is absolutely true. So if there was food around at um, a reception, after party, whatever it was, I would take in all of it that I could. But most of my meals wound up being eaten at about 60 miles an hour, having ordered it at a fast food place mm -hmm. and, and just moving on and squeezing in those meals. And that had an effect over time. So over time, I developed diabetes. I developed high blood pressure and cholesterol issues. I was, when I was diagnosed with diabetes, that scared me because uh, both my parents had diabetes to the point where I was willing to do whatever the doctor told me to. Of course. And that involved medicine and that involved uh, a new way of thinking about eating. And unfortunately, medicine at the time, and a lot of doctors still say, great, well, you're a diabetic, so you're gonna cut way back on carbs, have as few carbs as you can, and get all the protein you can. And of course, by protein, they're talking about animal protein. They're talking about uh, uh, red meat and lots of chicken and those kinds of things. And have, have some salad on the side, that's great. You wanna avoid fruit, because fruit has a lot of sugar in it, which yeah. clearly drives, or they believe was driving my diabetes up. I worked very diligently and over the course of about five years, got things under control. Okay. I dropped, dropped 50 pounds, great. I was in the proper range for my diabetes, my high blood pressure, my cholesterol, but the kicker was, those ranges included me having two injections in my belly every day and a couple big honking pills for different things and, and all this medical support. Not that there was anything wrong with that at the time. But then in about, about 2018, I started seeing all those numbers ratchet up again. And of course, doctors said, well, more medicine. Here's more medicine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you know, work out a little harder. And, and I was working out, um, you know, I had my own workout thing. I, I was working out as much as I could and do all the crazy things I do. Um, so I saw everything moving up and I said, I have to do something and I have to do it myself. Mm -hmm. I went to a cognitive behavioral therapist. Um, that was before I knew you were around or I would have gone to <laughs> Ashley Kitchens. She, because the process was very similar to um, uh, what you train people in. Uh, I looked at what my relationship was with food. How come I ate the way I did? What yeah. did it mean to me? And that great question you always ask your clients coming to the why. Why mm. would I wanna change the way I'm eating? What impact would it have? Even, even to the point of, would I act less because now I wouldn't be the sort of heavier jolly fellow in my roles. Now that's gone. So how am I defined in all that? Um, I went through that process, came up with some, some clearer thoughts about my relationship with food. I lost one of my older brothers in December of 2018. Mm. And it made me look at his life and how much was now missing from the world because he was gone and mm -hmm. how most of my siblings had medical problems. 
and you could put different labels on them, but a lot of it had to do with problems from the way we ate food. Yeah. So I, I, I saw the movie Game Changers, like oh, a lot yes. of people heard about this thing called whole food plant-based <laughs> and God bless my partner, Marcy, who had put, who had always been a vegetarian and pretty oh, much a vegan most okay. of her life um, or for a good chunk of her life. And, uh, had, and yet had stood aside and not sneered at me when I was on my journey. But when I was ready to, to make the change, she was right there for me. Oh, wow. So started in January of 2019. And in five months, five months, not five years now, I lost another 50 pounds. Wow. I reversed my diabetes 100%. I'm no longer on any diabetic medication at all. And my high blood pressure and my cholesterol, which, which in my case is linked a little bit to heredity because there's some things you can fix and some mm -hmm. things are gonna stick. But I take 25% of what I used to take. So I cut wow. down all my medications, those two medications to a quarter of what I used to take. And coming off the diabetes was, was miraculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, changed my life changed oh, my life totally. Absolutely. I mean, completely a total different trajectory than what you were on. And it, it amazed me. Yeah. yeah. So what was it like? So, cause clearly when you were first diagnosed with everything, you had made some changes, which obviously had a positive impact for yeah. a few years, five years, but then obviously something, it just wasn't quite, you weren't at 25%. You hadn't fully reversed your type two diabetes. And it sounds like you still weren't feeling great no i wasn't i was still feeling very sluggish for lack of a better term and again i have a, i have a very active life i'm i'm on stage a lot i'm performing a lot i do this crazy thing called stage combat so i both perform and train people how to use swords and weapons and unarmed combat and all that crazy stuff i i a couple of weeks ago, I was training people how to use Star Wars lightsabers because they wanted to learn that. So I was doing all that. So I felt like I was really active and I still felt really sluggish. Yeah. Um, that's the only way I, I could think about it. When I first started the journey, I used to think of my exercising because I, I try to exercise every day as cleaning my blood. That's mm. what worked for me. I was cleaning my blood every day. And when I saw the numbers start to move up, even though I was doing the things I was supposed to do, even though I was on the medication, I said, I have to figure out a better way to kind of clean my system. And I do a lot of, um, I, I do a lot of work in meditation and Qigong and Tai Chi, what we might call moving meditation. And that work helped me become more mindful about things. And that sort of also let me sit back and not just think about what was going on in my system, but what was going on in the world and what injury was I doing uh, to animals. And, and, and I suddenly, in reading all the things I was reading, realized the damage that I was doing by consuming animal products and uh, how, how, the creation and consumption of those products damages the world overall. Mm -hmm. The resources we have to put into creating food, um, even small amounts of food. 
And the mindful part of me, the part of me that tries to walk a little more gently on the earth, that kind of also kicked in. And that Mm -hmm. was a, that was a good kick in the pants for me to say, well, you know, you say you love animals, you love nature and these things matter to you. And now you're consuming those things. Mm -hmm. I, I know everyone's journey is different. But for me on my journey, that had a tremendous, tremendous impact for me. Yeah. Yeah. Where it started off, it was a big part of it was for health reasons, but then that just opened the doors to so many other reasons as to why this was a valuable choice in your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. It just really gave me something new and different to kind of hold on to and follow. And, you know, I've, I've become, I try not to be really obnoxious about it. I let people know what I eat and how I need, I eat, but you know what, I, I'm not going to force anyone in the world to, to be different. I, if you ask me about it, I will bend your ear for an hour and tell you the hows and whys in my journey. And, and, and that's where I am. And other people have different journeys to, to, to get to this place or hopefully get to this place. But for me, all those things, um, my relationship with food that I looked at and that was no longer working, I was so glad to have found this other way of doing things. Mm. So, and part of the things I did, he said, now talking to his gracious host, is I tried to change my mental diet as well. So whenever I'm interested in something or pursuing something, you cast me in a role, I'm going to think about that character and the life they led, right? So I now wanted to be someone who is whole food plant-based. So I'm going to find what sources are out there in the world? What books can I be reading? Uh, And who can I follow on Facebook and Instagram? And that brings me to Ashley Kitchen and the great work that you do. And that was just so helpful and inspiring to me along the way. And I'm now following your webinar. I'm happy happy to say that. (laughs) And it has been great because it's come to me at a time when, you know, we're still struggling within the pandemic, but we seem to see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully, fingers crossed. And so life has begun to shift a little bit. And I now find myself doing the traveling I used to do. But, um, you know, I, I don't want to slip out back into any bad habits. So I did sign up for your wonderful course, um, Positively Plant-Based. And I'm, I'm taking the time to go through the whys again that mm. you recommend. Yeah. And just writing those things out is so re-encouraging for me. It resets everything. And you have helped me with one gigantic thing, which is your suggestion of really taking your time with it. Because mm. I'm one of those people, you give me something to do, Ashley, it's done. Now what? You yep. give me a form <laughs> to fill out. You say, answer this question. I've done that. Now, what would you like from me? Mm-hmm. I, I, I tend to move through things pretty quickly. But with this um, journey with you, I've found myself going back to the whys mm. and scratching things out and writing new things in and adding 14 things that I, I didn't think about before and those kinds of things. Yeah. So that's been that's been wonderful. And that sense of resetting and recommitting is something that's been incredibly helpful for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. And it is, it's such a nice way to 
almost ground yourself as to, again, like why you're doing what you're doing. And you, the listener, if you're listening and you haven't maybe gone through that process of as you're transitioning to plant-based, if you already are plant-based, just taking that time to figure out why this is important to you, why it adds value to your life. Again, just going deep, not just for health reasons, which is what clearly both JT and I could both say, but really yeah. digging deep as to why, why is why does health even matter to you? And then going beyond yeah. that. So it is, it's a really important exercise. It's an amazing exercise and it's almost never ending and wonderful in, in, in that regard. I keep on finding um, things I hadn't thought about. When I, I first lost my weight and I don't, I try not to focus on the weight portion of it. Everybody comes in different shapes and sizes and that's who they are. And, and that's beautiful wherever that is, but do you feel healthy and comfortable? And I, mm. I didn't feel healthy and comfortable. Yeah. And in losing the weight, one of the things I read about was that every pound you're taking off is um, like four pounds of pressure off of your joints. Mm. And for me, at the tender age of 63, running into high schools, teaching kids how to run around with swords and not injure each other, for me to take 200 pounds off my joints, I never imagined that I could feel this light and lively and healthy before. So, you know, uh, there's this constant discovery of really good whys that mm -hmm. uh, is consistently unfolding, which is wonderful. Yeah, since you mentioned that, I was curious if that did change how you were able to train other people, direct other people, hop around off on stage, you know, all these things you have to do if that had an effect on you physically with eating differently, with losing some weights. Um, yeah, just how that like, changed things for you. It, it has changed things for me. So, I, you know, I'm I, 63 years old now. I started uh, doing stage combat and all those crazy things when I was in my 20s and, and, and would just throw myself into a fight. And, and, and I've, as I've aged, of course, my body is a little older. And of course, things are a the journey is a little bit different now. But um, keeping those joints healthy and, and, and not just because of the weight loss, but keeping those joints healthy with what I eat and keeping away from the inflammation mm -hmm. that I used to have um, kind of rampant in my body, just such a difference. You know, yeah. I, I was choreographing three musketeers for a theater group maybe a month ago. And 20 something actors are, are, are learning to sword fight. And I keep on getting down into this really deep squat position. I'm like, this is where your knees want to be. You have to be this low to do this lunge right now. And they're all moaning and creaking and, and trying to get where I am. So it has made a tremendous difference yeah. in, in the way I do things. Yeah. But it's also made a difference in the mindful eating aspect. So uh, because I do travel so much in the car, I have to rethink things because I don't want to have to rely on fast food. I find that I have to plan more now. Mm -hmm. And that planning is a part of mindfully eating it. I also try not to eat while I'm actually driving. I actually now will pull over rest area, uh, you know, uh, Cumberland Farm, 7-Eleven, anywhere, and just sort of sit there 
and quietly eat, even if it's only five minutes. Yeah. But it makes me focus on what I'm having and it makes me feel like I'm having a meal and not just mindlessly uh, being a bottom dwelling shark and cruising through the food and forgetting about it and looking for the next thing that goes in your mouth. It's, uh, it, it's a big difference for me in, in that regard too. And I'm sure it's a big difference from how you were raised and having, you know, this large family where there was a lot of competition, like you said, for calories. And now the way that you eat, I'm sure it's, it's a lot different where it's more relaxed. There's, like you said, more mindfulness, less mindlessness, like you said earlier. And so yeah. how has that even changed things? Kind of looking back at your relationship with food, pre-mindful eating, pre-plant-based, how do you feel like your relationship with food, how would you describe it now versus what it was before? It's so different. It's no longer a means to an end. It's no mm. longer I'm eating this because my because um, I have to take in calories. It's more a question of nourishing my body. And there's this difference between eating and nutrition, right? And I'm looking for nutrition. I'm looking for those things that will, um, not to go too far afield, I look at eating more sacredly now than I ever have. Yeah. I, I would typically, if I was home, fantastic. Now I can eat in front of the TV. This is great. <laughs> and, and it's not, I'm, I'm still eating this. It's probably still delivery or takeaway at that time. Uh, and I'm just watching TV and cruising through the food and whatever is going in my brain. And now we try to sit down um, as a family, even if it's just me and my partner, we prepare the food together. Actually, I was never a cook. I am still oh. not much of a cook, but now I have a handful of things that I can actually cook and uh, get by on. And, but, but to be a part of the preparation of that food was never, never in my wheelhouse. And now it is. So it has become much more of a sacred thing mm -hmm. than it was. And, and I, I, I'm not saying we, we, we sit down with incense and chant before the meal or anything <laughs> like that. Um, though, if you're doing that, good for you. Um, <laughs> but it's much more just connecting. Mm. Um, we don't, we, we've taken a vow. We don't have electronics at the dinner table. So we leave the phones and the iPads and all those things um, aside. And if, if they go off during the meal, good for them. We're, we're sitting here for now and, and we're having this meal and we're enjoying this meal and conversation. And, and it's just such a tremendous difference from what, what I used to do. Yeah. I feel like, um, I feel like I'm present mm. in my life and that my life isn't on fast forward and I'm going from this thing to this thing, to this thing, to this thing. I feel like I'm living all those little moments in between. And yeah. that's just remarkable mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. And I'm so glad you brought it up because I'm going to challenge the listener that honestly, so what JT is talking about eating with limited distractions, you know, putting your devices away, turning off the TV for one meal. I want to challenge you just to give it a try. I've had clients who have tried this and in the beginning and even with myself it can be really challenging to have no devices present not to be scrolling through social media reading a book or watching tv while you're eating but i want to challenge you to just just give it a try try to eat one meal your next meal maybe without any distractions and just 
be present with the food that's in front of you and maybe the person across from you and just see how it goes. See how that changes things. See what you notice when you eat that way. Yeah. Yeah. It, for me, it was, it, it was such an amazing, amazing change. Mm -hmm. It's really great. Yeah. Yeah. All right, JT, I know people are going to be interested. So take us back several years ago, game changers flashes across your screen, plant-based yeah. eating. It's like, all right, I'm going to give this a try. How, how did that process go for you? How did you start? Obviously your partner was really supportive, but take us there. My partner was really supportive. So I, I, I did the homework portion of it. I watched game changers. I started following Ashley kitchens on social media, big, I, um, for me in particular, because of my relationship with diabetes, I read Mastering Diabetes, which was yes. a great book. Yeah. And I listened to um, their audio tape version of that. Uh, blew, my, blew my brain. Any of you that have gone through the process of struggling with diabetes and dealing with the medical world and what the medical world can do about diabetes and it's no fault of the doctors they get so little training in the area of nutrition it is all about correction of of flaws um rather than going back to sources and how can i change it at the source um so that was what was a big big difference for me like eat more fruits no fruits are full of sugar i can't do it. no go ahead eat more fruits and these vegetables and, you know, on my journey, I have very little oil. It will sometimes work its way, way in. But for me personally, I avoided oil a lot. Um, and I did follow for the first, for that first period, I did track what I was eating less in terms of calories, more in terms of nutrients. And, and that made the difference. I, I was so blessed and lucky though, that my numbers started to crank down almost immediately. And that wow. was just so encouraging. Uh, there was a time in my life, your daily um, blood sugar, I, I do resting blood sugar every morning, right? And my daily, um, when they first discovered the diabetes was up in the 380s. It was mm -hmm. a ridiculously high number. And then with medication and all that stuff, I was getting it down around 120, which is good. It's kind of but that was with a lot of medication. And then I started seeing numbers in the hundreds and the nineties and the eighties to the point where I had to call my endocrinologist and say, I'm going too low now. And they were like, all right, cut back on the medication and then cut back some more and okay, stop it. And if you keep within this range, we're gonna keep you off of it. And I was blessed in terms of having good results, but everyone I've spoken to that goes whole food plant-based sees almost immediate results. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's remarkable, remarkable how quickly um, it, it changes everything about your life. So, so that was going on and I, I'm again, changing my, my mental diet. I'm reading all these positive things, uh, books like that, book, books like Fiber Fueled and Forks, uh, over knives and, and all of the kind of classics that just give you these great suggestions about why this way of eating is going to be better for your body in, in the long run. Yeah. So yeah, I was actually fortunate 
that sounds terrible, JT, rephrase. I was less impacted by the pandemic than a lot of people mm. because I was on this journey. And now since I'm, we're tucked away and isolated, I actually had a little more time to focus on that. And I know that's the exact opposite journey than a lot of people. Everyone put on their COVID-20 or whatever their number was and needed comfort food, needed those things. Uh, for me, the comfort came from watching my health um, just improve yeah. day by day. So that, that's what mattered to me at that time. Yeah. Yeah. You started seeing those results and I'm sure that just added fuel to the fire all the more. It was like, oh, wow. I mean, my body's responding to this. It loves this. When my, uh, so during the pandemic, of course, I could see my, my kids over Zoom and stuff like that. Um, but I, I saw them very rarely in those early months, especially. And when they, they, they saw me, they were like, just what? Because they had never known me weighing uh, this weight. Yeah. And yeah, in fact, at one point they were like, dad, okay, now you're a little too thin. Can you, can you, can you add on a few pounds? Is that possible in this sort of a journey? Mm -hmm. um, which was, which was, of course, pretty amazing to hear. Yeah. And, and it's just had such a positive impact on things. Wow. And I was so worried early on that I would never work again. I, I, mm -hmm. I was always the, 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 you know, jolly character actor. Well, now I'm the, you know, character actor who's in pretty darn good shape for his age. And I, I do just as much work as I used to. So mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. so wonderful. Now, did your yeah. doctors have anything to say, or did anyone sort of like any medical medical care provider say anything to you about, wow, you know, your numbers are really improving or wow, you, you got off your insulin. Like, how did you do that? Yes. Um, my endocrinologist was just absolutely thrilled. Mm -hmm. My primary care physician has actually interviewed me because I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate they are actually doing a study on people going whole food, plant-based and how that impacts their lives. So they, they looked at me like the perfect guinea pig and they've oh, actually yeah. recorded me to share with their patients uh, about my journey. So I was lucky in that regard. I, had, I actually wound up no longer going to the doctor that uh, was with me during most of my earlier diabetic time. And it wasn't anything personal with them. It just happened. But that led me to this and wonderful, my endocrinologist, I just think the world of her, she's amazing. And she very much encouraged me when I started testing out this whole plant, whole food plant-based journey to, uh, to go for it. And she was stunned by the numbers to the point where she was like, you know, this all sounds really good. Can you come in for blood work? This is mid pandemic. Can you come in for blood work? Cause it sounds too good. And I went in and the blood work, she was like, um, you are no longer even pre-diabetic. And I said, yeah. She's like, you've cured your diabetes. I'm like, I, yeah, I just hung up the phone and wept for 10 minutes. I'm oh, like, sure. such a big, amazing thing. In my yeah. Life. Oh, yeah. yeah. That brings tears to yeah. my eyes. I just, I can't even yeah. imagine how you would have yeah. felt in that moment to just like, I, like I did that. Like I changed the trajectory of my life in a way. I mean, absolutely. 
Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's amazing. And I get I get a lot of the same responses um, from the medical community that that you I know go through. Where well, we, I hope I hope you're upping your B12. You have to have more B12. And well, now what kind of protein are you having? The the, the classic question. And, of course. Uh, so so I've gotten better at at giving them uh, definitive answers about that. But Good. Yeah, Good. it's it's been amazing. It's yeah. been amazing for me. Good. I'm so glad to hear that. And I really do appreciate you sharing your story. And I know that eating and mindfulness is uh, the plant-based eating is very important to you. And I know also gentle movement is really important yeah. to you as well. I mean, not only are you very active in your, in your job, but I know that you do things on the side and I would love for you to talk just more about that for people who are, you know, transitioning to plant-based and also want to get some movement in, but they're not kind of like we talked about offline. They're not quite ready to go to the gym every single day. So tell us more about that. So I practice, um, two, uh, Eastern, um, what would you call them? I guess you can call them forms of exercise. I call them forms of movement, um, something called Qigong and something called Tai Chi. And people are a little more used to Tai Chi. You've seen older uh, people in a park doing these very slow, methodical, gentle movements. And that, that, that's Tai Chi. And Qigong we can think of as the grandparent of Tai Chi. It's a little bit older. It's a little, arguably, a little more medically based. It's done for health. Um, thumbnail sketch of, of Qigong. In traditional Chinese medicine, you have these roads called meridians that run through your body that deliver energy from top of your head to the bottom of your feet. And in traditional Chinese medicine, if we could keep those various meridians open and clear, then the energy is gonna get there and you're going to avoid a lot of problems. On a more practical level, we know that if you can get even a little bit of gentle movement, you're having a much more positive impact on your health and well-being. So I've been practicing Qigong for quite a few years. And during the pandemic, especially, I would get online and I would run morning Qigong sessions for people. People literally all over the world would, would watch and follow along, very simple. And the great thing about Qigong and the movements of it is they're highly adaptable. I have taught Qigong Uh, to people that are confined to wheelchairs because they don't have the use of their legs. I've taught it to senior citizens um, who have issues with uh, balance, who have fallen maybe a few times. I've taught it to people that have had heart transplants, to people that have had stomach stapling and, and all those things where you maybe don't feel comfortable going into a gym or, or buying you know, equipment for your home that you're going to ride or, or, or pull on, because it might, even that might be a little too much for you. So Qigong is simple movement, it's gentle movement, it is good for every system of your body. I talked about this meridians idea. Even if you, you ignore that, it's going to improve your circulation. It's going to improve something called synovial fluids, which is like oil for the joints in your body. Um, It's going to improve especially your overall well-being because it is gentle, simple movement. We call it mindfulness in motion. It lets you calm down everything. 
Um, we through uh, through I am not a doctor, but through studies, we know that people lower their blood pressure during Qigong. We know that people um, increase their oxygen and their blood flow during Qigong. And for people, I think especially that are, are starting on this journey, there there is some stress involved in it. You have been great about sharing stories that um, a lot of people, when they start to go whole food plant-based, they've got relatives that are dead set against it and trying to lure them back into the real world and all these things. So it can be, if you're not supported, a very stressful process. And we know stress equals cortisol. Cortisol, especially around your, your, your tummy, can build up fat cells or, or hold on to those fat cells. And if you have something in your life that even for 10, 15 minutes, you can focus on gently and reduce all that stress that's, that's just going to help the positive part of your journey come that much quicker. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've loved sharing Qigong and Tai Chi with people as well as meditation. I do um, teach and lead meditation classes because I just think it's so important for people, especially these days when we're under uh, this constant barrage of information and actually we're all exhausted we're yeah. we're exhausted every single day it's like what is i have to check the new york times this morning and see what the death level is at and whether i can go to the grocery store and uh, did i remember my mask do i wear my mask here and and all this and just so much stress that if we can get 15 20 minutes a day and have a quiet place that we get to that just lets our entire body genuinely relax. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's really a positive thing. So yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, mindful movement. I'm a big fan of Qigong. There are thousands and thousands of forms in Qigong and combinations of exercises and, and they're all just terrific. And people are welcome to reach out to me and, uh, or just go on YouTube, type in, Q-I-G-O-N-G and uh, Qigong will come up and there's there's thousands and thousands of sets that people can follow. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, thank, and thank you for sharing that. And if you do want to connect with yeah. JT, all of his information is below. If you want to check out the show notes, we've got everything in there that you need to connect with him. And I appreciate you sharing that about gentle movement. That's kind of what we were talking about, even with mindful eating, sitting there with limited distractions and, and being present. It's all in, in yes. just helping you sort of relax, recharge, unwind, whatever it is that give you that 10 to 15 minutes of just of peace and solitude that maybe you don't get throughout your day that most of us don't get throughout our day. So a lot yeah. of good things from, yeah, come from that kind of thing stuff. Yeah. 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 It's, um, I'm going to share one quick story with you yeah. that, um, I just kind of love. So I, I obviously made a bunch of changes in my, my, in my life. There's a movie now on Netflix. It's called don't look up and I'm in don't look up. And I've seen that movie. Uh, you've seen me then. I they cut all my lines, Ashley, which was heartbreaking. I had like eight lines. Oh. They cut them all because they reworked the scene. You okay. can still find me if you know where to look, but I'm not going to tell you where to look other than um, part th this, uh, this part of my journey, my partner will tell you, amazes her the most. I, I appear in that movie without a stitch of clothing on. 
So you may know the scene that I am referring to. You can find it in the credits. So you have to watch the credits all the way through. Um, but I got to work with Meryl Streep and Mark Rylance and, and fan fantastic. But the thought that I would ever appear anywhere with no clothing on, um, I was so uncomfortable with my body that it was a big challenge for me, even on uh, on stage, to take off my shirt or something mm -hmm. like that. And when they offered me this role, and I thought about it, I was like, "Yeah, I can do that now. I can do that now." And not just because I had lost weight, but because now I was so comfortable with my own body. Mm -hmm. I'd never been comfortable with my body before. Wow. So that was kind of for me. That was the that uh, that was one of the biggest moments yeah yeah wow. and one of the most embarrassing moments for my children who are still in <laughs> denial and are so glad my lines are cut so there's no uh, you know they they can spot me on screen but yeah they uh they're in denial about the entire oh my goodness <laughs> oh it is, I, I thought it was such a wonderful movie i mean it's a I... brilliant movie isn't it yes. it says so much about the world we live in right now, the yes. way we consume things. And, um, you know, it, it, of course, it, it's a tremendous allegory for, for climate change, but also about part of that climate change journey is how we consume the world around us. And, and, and going whole food plant-based is one of the biggest things you can do to change your uh, impact in the world. So mm -hmm. it's, it, it, it's just from from a philosophical from an ethical standpoint it's such a big step mm -hmm. such a big step yeah. and you've just you know i have i mentioned how much i think you're fantastic and and just this wonderful usher and 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 helpmate for all these people to get them from point a to point b mm -hmm. it's been so great for me you have been oh. so helpful oh thank you i really appreciate you saying that it means a lot so yeah I like, I like to say, like, I lead like a gentle charge when it comes to plant-based eating and mindful eating. So <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. And you're really good about, um, one of the things about being a good leader, I think is not just, uh, saying, come with me, everybody, we're going this way and going, but making sure that people know why they're going that way and not leaving anyone behind. You're so yeah. great about honoring where people are in their journey and what decisions they make that's that's tremendous, mm. that's wow. tremendous. well thank you i really appreciate that thank jt you. yeah you bet all right well if people do want to connect with you aside from clicking the links below um what what is the the best way for them to reach out to you or connect with you on social media yeah you can you can certainly follow me on um instagram it's character actor all one word uh that's where you can follow me there, I believe, but I'm also at jtturneractor at gmail.com. Um, and I do have a website, which now, now that I've done this, I'm going to have to update even more because yes. this will be the highlight of my season so far is chatting with Ashley Kitchens. Um, and, and that's jtturner.org. And uh, yeah, happy, happy to help anyone who needs any help or advice. So just feel free to reach out. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you again, JT, for coming on and being transparent and vulnerable and sharing your story with everyone. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I so appreciate your having me on.
Thank you so much for listening to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast today. If you found this episode inspiring, please share it with a friend or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally say thank you. Until next time, keep thriving.